Hello, hello, hello. It is your girl, Nicole Heels. Yes, yes, back, back before the new year. Um, just because, well, because, you know, I've been away. <laughs> Let's get that first out of the way. Child, child, child. I feel like I've rebirthed so many times between my last episode and now. Also, your girl has a job that be taken a lot out of her, Um, but I have not been beating myself up. Honestly, I've been having grace. I've been having a very important theme that is within this episode that we're going to talk about, which is compassion, compassion for self, which, you know, helps just to, to just provide adequate actual understanding you know to realize like who i am my capacity and things that i am not a robot and also i'm not everybody else i can't do what everybody else does i'm not at the at the stages that everybody else may be you know that sense of humility is something that we have to have because it allows us to be in reality And so sometimes my energy comes up in little spurts, especially, you know, recently. And even in the capacity of those little spurts, I have not had the capacity to record, you know, to be transparent. I've had other stuff to do because I am human. And so I'm happy to be back right now in this moment, you know, um, just to offer, you know, some wisdom, something that has been on my heart and I've been contemplating as I've been coming into, you know, my own sense of power, you know, within my own sense of freedom, within my own sense, within my own senses, (laughs) you know, like just within self, coming into self, it's a beautiful process. It's very rewarding, but it also does take a lot out of you. And so I'm really happy that I can be back right now in this moment. Um, I almost forgot my intro. Isn't that insane? Oh my gosh. So if you don't know me, I am Nicole Heels and that person is a collective guide. <laughs> I'm like that person. That person is me, but like, You know how it goes, child. But yeah, I am a collective guide here to help people awaken to themselves. And I do that by providing a space where you feel safe enough and vulnerable enough to open up, you know, to open up and go deep within yourself and use your own senses, you know, your own psyche to... And, you know, also give you tools, but also awaken the tools within that you can use to help yourself because this is just the age of like, (laughs) this isn't even part of my script, but this is just the age of helping the self. You know, it's just the age of the self. And yeah, we're learning how to be in community and that community is important, but we're also learning not to sacrifice the self for community. 
and for another person, for energies, people, beings outside of ourselves, because we don't need to do that. And so in this space, in this healing corner, I provide a space for you to get to know yourself, <laughs> like actually, truly, and really, you know, and I'm happy to do that because I know how important that is. I'm a very free person. I want everyone to be free. <laughs> so I'm happy to provide these tools in this space for, you know, us to be comfortable expressing our freedom and diving deeper into it, you know, because I know a lot of us grew up stifled emotionally, not talking about anything. If this space teaches you nothing else, it teaches you that it is okay to talk about the shit under the rug, the vulnerable aspects of self, because you can't neglect those, you know? And this space honestly encourages us not to you know, because you need all of your energy. You need all of your full self to live life, to live authentically, to live in the truth of your own spirit, you know? And so if you're here, then that means you're ready in some aspect. And so welcome to my healing corner where I dive deep. And in my diving deep, I create the space for y'all also to do the same. You know, so feel free to grab your water, whatever you need, your emotional support drink, your tea, your coffee, <laughs> your crystals, your Bible, any other holy book and sacred texts. Um, match it with some fuzzy socks, your scarf, your bonnet, you know, some sweats, a face mask, <laughs> and get comfortable and come and get this healing, honey. If you would like to donate to this podcast and to me in general as a creator and a guide, you can send donations to my cash app, which is at N-I-C-C-C-1. And if you would like to make reoccurring donations, there is also the listener support option. When you click the link to this podcast, there's the listener support. You can also subscribe to my Patreon. Oh my gosh. I've been away, but I have been very active on Patreon and I'm so proud of myself for that, honestly, because I still needed to talk, you know, I still needed to get things out and I'm glad that I did it by writing because I'm, I've been a writer, you know, like I am a writer, you know, I've also, I'm also very chatty and talking. <laughs> And so podcasting was um, perfect because I got to write out scripts and then speak. But when I really did not have nothing to say, child, but I had a lot to write, I'm noticing I've been able to put it on Patreon. And so subscribe to my Patreon and get uh, so much depth, you know, and set up a monthly subscription for $4.44 or higher. And on there, you get additional treats like articles. Um, I've done audios and other creations um, 
that are used to send out collective messages. Shout out to my new patrons that subscribed to me when I was away from podcasting. I really do appreciate y'all. And you can also subscribe for free. I do have free posts on there as well. So um, if you'd like to go to my social media as well, any posts that you see that, um, you know, stick out to you on Instagram, that is at Nicole Heels, as well as Twitter, which is at Nicole Heels, and also on TikTok, you know, share my posts, share this podcast, you know, word of mouth is like the best form of, um, I was going to say form of flattery, <laughs> but honestly form of like advertisement, you know, cause it helps me out a lot and it shows that y'all are getting something from my work and you're willing to share it that much. <laughs> so thank you so much in advance for all of that and helping me out. Now let's get into the episode, honey. So metaphysics of self-respect, part two, part two. This one has been a long time coming, child. I will be so honest. <laughs> oh, gosh. Because, like, self-respect. Self-esteem. These are all things that deal with inner shame. Like that, like, gut-wrenching inner shame where you realize, like, oh, I didn't love myself in that moment. I gave my energy away. I gave myself away. I let someone else have it. I hid when I should have stood up for myself. That's so very inner embarrassing. <laughs> and that's the thing of when we gauge on these topics, and I feel like I said this in the first episode around self-respect or something like this, when we gauge in these topics, it's, it's really important to be comfortable, you know, be in your fuzzy socks and sweatpants and have some sense of comfort because like it gets messy. We actively hide things from ourselves every day because we've been trained to. And so, of course, we're going to hide our power. Of course, we're going to hide from ourselves. But just understanding that it does provide, you know, some compassion and, you know, grace. But it's just not easy to come to these spaces. And so... Yeah, this has been a long time coming, but I'm glad y'all are here to follow on this journey with me, honey. We're all each other's mutual supports. <laughs> so I come into this episode with a quote from the last one that is still on my mind heavy. And it's this quote about how the body is made up of a system of checks and balances, you know? You know, it's made of a of a bunch of different energies that are there to support one another. And in the last episode, I was talking about how our strength is there, how the self-respect is there to help us support our more vulnerable energies, you know, to get to the mushy gushy of us, to get to 
the very vulnerable and deep reasons as to why we would abandon ourselves and abandon our power and give up the self-respect in the first place. How the stronger energies were there to be a protector and a support and like the, the armor of the self so that you could have these softer energies and expand more into yourself, you know? So the softer energies could run more efficiently because think about it when you feel stable you're not as emotionally um erratic and reactive you don't feel like every single little thing you're not overly sensitive you're secure and you feel secure enough to have a cry because and this is something that we needed as children, we know that we're gonna survive this, this cry, this vulnerability. We're not just going to be, like we're not just gonna pour our bleeding hearts out and our fear and cry bloody murder and then be left alone. Because that did a number on us continuously. Like, do you know when babies, like, they cry when they're, you know what? I don't even know how actually true this is. This this sounds kind of like societal, mythical. But if you'd like to look it up or just look up babies, like how babies think about emotions, the emotions and feelings that they have. But I was going to say, when babies cry, when they're sleepy because they don't know what's happening to them. And so they don't know if they're gonna wake back up. (laughs) That's how dramatic we are as babies. (laughs) And we can hold that drama in our bodies all the way to adulthood. And so having the strength to have our emotions and our softness We quite literally need it because we need to know on some level because we were not nurtured that we are not going to die if we simply let ourselves cry. That's what I mean when I say having the strength so that our softer energies can run efficiently and we can let them through. And so in this episode, for this episode, I should say, I got a bunch of different messages, you know, and the main message that stood out that and that I want to start with is the fact that that is one side of the truth, that we need the stronger energies for the vulnerable ones to have them. But the other side of the truth Ooh, that like gets into the depth and the in-between, which is where I love to be, honey. The other fact of the matter and truth is that we need the softer energies for the stronger ones in the same way so that they could run efficiently. (laughs) So that 
they could be ushered in so that we can use them effectively so that they don't take over our lives in in reactivity and panic you know that's the other side of the spectrum of panic and anxiety you know letting on one hand being strong enough to not let ourselves just boil over in sadness because we're scared of what's to come and we don't know how to help ourselves in this moment but then also on the other side not letting ourselves boil over in anger because we don't know how to be effectively angry and then go on to wield our power and our anger over other people because that's also inappropriate and that's something child i will be the first one to tell you that is something as a fire sign <laughs> as a leo honey as a bodacious ferocious ego filled leo oh and as someone who dealt with really rampant childhood anxiety where my meltdowns were shut shutting myself in there's another word that i'm looking for but it was self-imploding it was shaking with anger closing down my heart and then just reacting and spilling out all of my emotion all over the floor and then demanding somebody else clean it up because you made this happen <laughs> child in in these three months i had to notice that <laughs> and realize and just realize like we gotta grow up this is not the way to go you know and so the main energy that is here for us uh that like helps us balance helps us have grace that is made up of you know the same things that it helps us to have for ourselves balance grace other things that we're going to get into the in the episode what helps us is compassion who this came to me which i think i said in in another in one of these episodes this came to me after i was gifted some roses at work um it was you know like leftover props that they didn't have anything to do with so they just gave it to me the receptionist <laughs> i filled up a bowl and put the flowers like cut the stem and then i had the stems for a little bit you know but they started dying i was like dang i don't like when flowers die in front of me that's why i don't really like receiving flowers but i'm getting better with it but long story short i put the um flowers in a bowl and i sat with it and it started talking to me you know the energy of compassion and it told me what it was you know 
it told me how it was for everybody and it doesn't just exist for one person. It's It doesn't exist for the sense of self-righteousness and power and, oh, I'm, I'm going to be compassionate only to myself, but also withhold compassion from you. You know, it, it slices through enemy programming where we automatically make the other person our enemy when we sense that they're against us. <laughs> and that they, when they become our opponent and it slices it through by the heart, compassion and the heart and its energy is actually the thing that makes us become more human. And then by association, when people come in contact with us, it makes them more human. Because if you haven't noticed the world needs more love and more humanity. Too many of us are looked at as robots that dish out productivity and receive money. And that's the only thing of life. There's so much more to life. There's talking to a bowl of flowers and having it talk back to you. <laughs> if that ain't, like the meaning of life right there. I don't know what is. And so what compassion does in all of its sweetness, uh, it's so sweet. It really personalizes the message of self-respect in order to let its energies integrate into who you are as an individual. It helps us remove the veil of just like our anger power where you also can act outside of yourself and do destructive things that sabotage you as well in order to sabotage someone else. Things that make your heart cold and harden your heart out of reactivity and programming. Compassion brings you back to yourself, to the truth. The first truths, the foundational truths that we are all human. And so in getting that personal, getting to that personal human truth, it allows you to step back even more, come back into yourself and see the situation with better eyes and not harsh ones. Because who we are as individuals really does matter. Like I know a lot of us did not grow up either with this at all or with this type of teaching enough to really understand and realize how important and special we are as individuals. Because we're all not like everyone else, just like I was ranting about <laughs> in the beginning. I'm not everybody else. I don't have everyone else's capacity, either in general or right now. But with compassion, I can see that, have that for myself, and choose to honor that and then find other solutions based on the person that I am in general 
or slash and that I am right now rather than make excuses make like what I call like, oh, productivity excuses where I think I'm making excuses for myself when I can't get out of bed. (laughs) That's how compassion makes us more human because it allows us to disrupt that nasty programming that treats us like robots, like productivity robots that earns productivity points in the form of money. You know what money can't buy? Connecting with angels and having them download this message into me. Connecting with softer energies that are here on this earth through flowers and just filling up a bowl of water, putting them flowers in it, And then being able to have an incredible meditative experience about it where it teaches you actual truth about humanity and about nature, which is very important, more important than what we're focused on now. That's what productivity points can't buy. (laughs) And so... We as individuals, we need what we need. And we are the only person that can get that, what we need. And so we need compassion for ourselves to stay connected and to go deeper. And to understand what self-respect means to us. How will it show up in our bodies, in our own individual energies? That individual component is very important and we need compassion around it and for it. Because for a lot of us, underlyingly, when we think of individual, we only know shame. Be, ooh, because within our first community, whenever we were not individuals, we were loved. When we people please, when we acted outside of ourselves, when we didn't act in our own individual nature and thinking, we were loved. We were taken care of. If we just accepted the blame and the burden of other people's emotions, when we were not what other people wanted us to be, we were loved. But it came to when we were individuals that we experienced disconnection, separation, abandonment, and shame. So think about what that does to us when we think of ourselves as individuals. We get scared. Cancel culture and this culture of relatability as well exacerbates that. If we go against the grain, even in thinking for ourselves, we're punished, we're labeled bad, and we are ostracized. And honestly, like the compassion 
brings us to the middle and to harmony to realize, dang, I've definitely done that. I've learned it and I've done it. Looks like I can't be a victim. Looks like I can't be the villain. Looks like I can't operate on that spectrum as an individual, as a human. Looks like the only thing I can be is human. And for a lot of us, that is our rock bottom. (laughs) Realizing that we are in fact human. (laughs) But that's the great thing about rock bottom. You can only go up. And from that, we form a foundation off of the truth and compassionate understanding, or just understanding that we are human. Then the compassion comes in. Then we're able to build off of compassion. Because it's like, you know what? I accept that I'm human. What is human? Human is not robot. Human is not I act differently. I act how you want. And then I get love points. I get connection points. I get community points. If only I conform. And so the individuality, that's why it's needed. The personalization Because we need to see ourselves. We can't see ourselves if we're always trying to enmesh with other people and other things and concepts of what it means to be a good person. A good person thinks this way and doesn't think against the grain. That's how you get a lot of fake, nice people who are just regurgitating scripts, have not grasped the real concepts under like love and empathy and truth from those places. That's how you get a lot of fake nice people regurgitating a script over and over and over again. Who? That's how you get bodies, solely just bodies for a movement that is easily controlled because everyone is enmeshed and is only a body. That's not how you get people to actually learn the foundations of this shit. That's how you get robots who don't know how to have compassion for themselves when they fuck up, when they put their foot in their mouths, when they think the wrong thing, when they say something misogynistic and don't know it. Or don't realize how harmful it is. Like, let's be real. If we want to be in community with other people, I'm not saying that we have to be in harm's way. I'm saying what is the human way? And not being naive and like making excuses like, oh, they didn't know or infantilizing them, being able to talk these things out, but then also have the freedom the compassion to give the freedom of letting them figure it out on their own as well. You need to integrate these things, integrate love, integrate true empathy 
true compassion into who we are as an individual and actually learn as an individual, not just as a mindless body. You know? And so the compassion helps to lead us deeper into this idea of self-respect and our own relationship to it. You know, like why we may shy away from self-respect because of how people use their power against us in ways that hurt us and we didn't respect. That truth needs to come out. Mm -mm -mm. I was just watching Real Housewives, binging. Atlanta, that's the only one I watch. And I was, and it was like the old season, the past season. And um, if y'all watched, then y'all know. But this cast member, her name is Kenya Moore. Oh, uh, I think she is so beautiful, y'all. Oh, I have such like an aesthetic crush on her. She's so beautiful. <laughs> and she was like, she, if y'all know, she had this ex, now, now ex-husband, Mark, who like, oh, on paper, he's so good. He's described as this alpha male, blah, blah, blah. He's this, he's that. They met and eight months later, got married, had a child. And throughout the seasons, you could see he did not respect her. He was typical, quote unquote, alpha male. But honestly, a really puny little wimp who needed his way and who threw tantrums. <laughs> and so she was saying all of this, you know, like, you know, people crying over their husbands and stuff like you're going to cry over someone even if they do you dirty. You know, that's the compassion. Realizing you're not an emotional robot. <laughs> I'm looking at myself right in the mirror as I say this too. <laughs> But she was like, just endlessly talking and which is understandable because like, it's a big thing. She's married to the guy, but like always talking about like, oh, like crying over it, being sad over it. But each and every time she would voice an emotion, her emotions, it was always, oh, he, 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 he wants this. He wants to do this, but he's not doing this, blah, blah, blah. And I would talk at the screen like, yo, you are very strong. We can see that. <laughs> Where does this strength go when you're in that relationship? Where does your self-respect go? Yeah, but also she's always talking about he doesn't respect me. He doesn't respect me. Girl, do you respect him? After he done did this thing you're crying about, this thing you're crying about, this, 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 this thing you're crying about. See, when we go through things like that, especially romantic breakups or just hurt, and we're crying to our friends. Oh, I can't believe he did this. Oh my gosh. I did not know he was that person. And he did this, this, and that to me. And girl, blah, blah, blah. And you know I had to get him back. And I'm going to be petty. And I'm going to be spiteful. And it's like, check in. Do you respect this person anymore? Do 
That's the deeper that we need or else we're always just going to stay on that surface and talk in the same old script. Something has to dis be disrupted. And that is us getting into our individuality, our, our individual emotions, rather than trying to stay enmeshed with someone else. Because that's the thing. Individuality, individual emotions, they sought to disrupt enmeshment. When we were kids and something was up with us and our parents didn't think something should be and they just ignored us because it was going to be something that disrupted the community. And in small ways, but also in big ways, they weren't willing to let that happen. And so it's up to us to go deep and get into that truth that we are scared of because I'm not going to lie, it is scary to go deep down and be like, honestly, I lost respect for that person when they did that. I lost respect for my parents when they were mean to me and they ignored me and they did this, this and that. That's going to stop the excuses right on there. And whoa, you get into a whole nother world. And this is why we need to think about this in terms of self-respect. Because we deserve it. And we deserve to know what it is within us. You know? And because in terms of power... When we were scared of each of other people's power, we may be now scared of our own and anything that calls for power, calls for us to step up in power. That's the other side, the fear of self-respect. You know? Mm. And so the compassion is there to first source self to feel into our own power in a soft way because we don't need we don't need like the logical type of power and the logical way of going through things and like the linear practical way i say this as a very practical person or i can be not all the time because that's boring and that's not balanced and so one thing that we do that disrupts our journey is going through it in a very heady, like forehead to brick wall kind of way. Where we're like, I should have self-respect, blah, 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 blah. I need to do this because you're only setting yourself up for fear and obligation. And you're doing things out of obligation rather and and for a script that you started in your own mind. This is how I should be versus letting it come up naturally and being able to source it in yourself in a more authentic way. And so the compassion is there to first source self, feel into ourself when we think about power, feel into our own power, guide us into that journey because we do need help. And we do need that moral support, especially of compassion and all that it entails. 
without the obligation to use it, which incites a lot of fear. But be able to feel into what's already there and see how the energies of self-respect actually and naturally and factually land within us. Compassion creates that warm guiding hand, but it also creates that opening, that willingness. It has its own charge, call to action within it, you know, and integrate our own energies within our own personal system of checks and balances. Because when power is used against us and our own power is forced down, we get shocked out of our space, y'all. We get shocked out of our bodies, out of our energy, or so we think. You know, that's, that's definitely like a both and. You know, it's like we get it, but like also, or so we think. <laughs> we get shocked out, but like, do we actually get shocked out or does the mind convince us that? Does the mind just shut off its connection to our body and our sense of self, our source of self and all that we are? But even with that, are we still shocked out of our body? Yes, and, <laughs> you know, when our power is used against us, when we're disconnected from our power, you know, by trauma, by forced self-disconnection, we get into this constant back and forth of losing our self, which is our home you know, and then we get into this back and forth of losing it and then trying to find it in other people, getting rejected in some way, and then generating this feeling of loss and lack until we get back home somehow. And then the cycle happens again. And we just feel a perpetual feeling of lack. We forget who we are. We shut off connection, but not for no reason. That's what the compassion tells you. Not for no reason. There's always a reason. Why do we do this? Why do we shut ourselves off from our power and our own connection? Why do we forget who we are? Because we're scared. That's the only thing. That's the only reason. It's not because you're bad. It's not because you're weak. It's not because something is inherently wrong with you that nobody else has inherently wrong with them. It is only because of very deep, rampant shock and fear. You're not weak. Stop. <laughs> Stop. That's a story. That is a story that keeps us in the cycle. And without compassion, we cannot disrupt that. We can't will that away with logic. <sighs> 
<laughs> like we can't. <laughs> like it, because it's energy. It's energy. Emotion is energy in motion. And so we can come into understanding and have compassionate thinking that gives an opening, but an opening to the journey of going deeper and surveying our energy. You know? And realize how we are running it in a way that confirms and fulfills the story that happened out of fear that made us stop our energy in the first place. And so we shut off connection and this shuts off overall internal balance and we start to react. And I want you to think about the word as well, react. Re act we're reacting our initial fears reenacting yeah but like for the for the um <laughs> for the sake of the wordplay but even just write it down type it out on your phone right now and look at it react Reenacting is not as spicy and special. <laughs> and so we see we're reacting what has been based on this programming that came from that fear of being overpowered. Being taught that we shouldn't want to be individuals and that as individuals, we don't matter as much. Those are teachings that are on the underside of certain things, but also that are very apparent in people's behavior. And that's why we're doing this work, y'all. It's not it like it's for us to be strong and stuff. Yeah, but it's also for us to use and gain discernment. Because we we can't just stay naive our whole lives and stay in the excuses our whole lives. That's something that I had to come into that I had to set myself down and come into. And guess what? It was love. I got to it through compassion and holding myself and realizing why I would rather stay naive for people in the face of mistreatment and falter on self-respect rather than have it. And that's honestly something you may have to do for you, you know? And if you feel the urge to rub yourself right now, to take a sip of your emotional support drink, please do it. Because <laughs> this is deep. This is very deep work. You know? And so... We, based on this programming 
that told us we were something else. We react outside of ourselves, outside of who we actually are. And so today, I hope to take us out of that cycle by honoring the energies that run and lie within us that we all have and that we may that may contain different chemistries, different mixtures and ways of functioning that are specific to the self, specific to the spirit, specific to the soul and all that we are, all the running parts that make the self up, our cosmic personality, (laughs) but ultimately the self. And so in looking into the metaphysics of self-respect and its energies, we can understand how it actually lands within us and speaks to our specific mixtures and creates harmony within our system. And recognizing and respecting the fact that it is a system, that it is separate, you know, coming into strength in healthy separation. And that is a harmony that will always depend on you. And so starting off with a mixture of compassion, let's actually tune into compassion and see what it is. You know, you can pause it right now and kind of just say hello to it. Ask it about itself. Ask God, what is compassion? Ask yourself, what is compassion? Don't let it be too logical, but also trust what happens. And so, (laughs) I tuned into it. Now it's like, It's tickling me. (laughs) And honestly, these are things like compassion, humility, grace, judgment, you know, justice. These are things I learned from the angels. And so, like, it's such an angelic frequency. Is it's just so silly. But not really. It's just like, you know how you have that like silly but very understanding parent that also is mad wise but jokes with you? So it's like compassion, silly. Like, why are you being so hard, you silly little thing? Like, but meanwhile, you're like in deep like perfectionism and like beating yourself up, and it just comes to you like, silly, what are you doing? (laughs) So You might want to, if that like intrigues you, you might want to tune into it and, you know, just really see what happens, but meditate on it. That also helps a lot. And if a herb comes to your mind, trust that, you know, and you can ask it about itself and about compassion, look it up. But compassion is like that truthful auntie. You know, she's not much older than you, so she can still see you, you know, and validate you and understand what you're going through. But she also has more experience. 
And so she's going to put you on and give it to you real, but she does it in a respectful way because she's compassionate. She doesn't jump into your space and condemn and punish you or try to fix you because she respects that you will get it. See how these are hand in hand, compassion and respect. You know, because compassion is individual. Like, (laughs) so anyways, for me, when I tune in, I get something I've been alluding to this whole time, which an important sense of humility. Mm. It's the humility that kind of sets you back, sits you down with a kind and loving hand back into yourself. It's a hand that reaches out and like touches you on the chest and says a soft no (laughs) that lands on your heart, you know? And that no is actually love for you, a vibration of love that keeps you in your body yet It's the same vibration that still connects us all. And we need, see, like the message of that. We need the individual in order to have connection with others. And so what type of healthy separation can we have? Humility is that first answer. Or the second next to compassion. But humility harmonizes things and kind of softly jolts us back to the drawing board that is us. It's when auntie gives you the kind of truth and kind truth that humbles you and humbles meaning sets you back into yourself, not in a shaming way, not in a way that makes you feel bad about yourself, but in a way that just has, where you just have a mutual respect. I'm not trying to lord over you. And I'm also not trying to tell you what to do. I'm just giving you the real truth that comes up in me when you are telling me this story. And I'm doing it, obviously, because I love you. I'm not enabling you, but I'm also not overpowering you. It's that balance. It brings a harmony. And it first harmonizes us. It tells you you were wrong. And even though we don't like being wrong, it goes down sweet because her soothing voice guided us here. It met us. It first met us where we were and then guided us to a different place so that we can have understanding and we are invited to have through her compassion to have our own we're brought 
to our own understanding and we all get to stay in our own respective places, our own individuality. You know, it leads you and guides you to truth. Humility allows you to have that, you're right. (laughs) Surrender energy, like, you know what, you're right. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) And it leads you within by providing an opening to the other person to connect. It's that relieving you know what? Let me calm down. <laughs> it's that breath of release, relief and the happiness that follows of letting go of a burden that's not yours, which can be resentment, which can be a reenactment, a reacting of past programming that we didn't know that we were doing. You know? It's gentle but strong, and it's the very thing that aids and guides self-respect and the power aspect of it, of how to use it, and of teaching it where to go. And most importantly, to stay in our space and not project and not leap out either to hide or strangle. <laughs> uh, I know we're already at an hour. Um, this episode is going to take much longer than that. So I may stop it here. But one thing I want y'all to do, meditate on both compassion and humility. You know, see what comes to you. Start by praying first and just asking for an open space, an open mind, and an opening within you to receive added information, you know, or even ask it. Ask compassion to come to you and reveal itself. Tell itself about who it is, um, who they are. If you're particularly called to water, definitely bring a bowl of water in front of you and pray over it first. If you're, you know, scared about um If you're just scared about it and you want some reassurance, put some sea salt in the water, you know, because using it like that, um, it creates a sense of like protection. But, you know, the water, listen, the water is a medium, you know, like a lot of people use it for mediumship because it allows you to tune in really easily. And so, you know, you can utilize it by just like saying hello to the water and like asking it to aid you. And honestly, I'm trying to think back to like what I first did, but like what I did was very intuitive. And so the water may allow you an open space to like open your intuition. Um, 
you know, and communicate intuitively, you know, which you can do. And then you just ask compassion. I would like to know more about you. Humility. I would like to know more about you. Ask your guides for help. But we also have our own personal angels. So you can ask them for help. And, you know, meditate on their energy and feel them come down. And just have fun. You know, this stuff is supposed to be fun. Don't try to be too serious or logical. It's very fun, but it's also very rewarding. And see what types of images and feelings come to you. You know, what do you see humility as? Ow, one of my ears just started ringing. (laughs) I guess that was right. Uh, It was like one of those like hard, like out of nowhere rings. I guess my angels is like, hey girl. But yeah, um, what was I saying? Before y'all interrupted me, child. <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, get connected with your angels. I guess that's the main thing. And let them teach you their ways. Cause they will, and it'll be uh Angel energy is just so wonderful. Oh, I love it. So yeah. Um, let's finish up on humility and then I'll end the episode here. And then we can get more into it. Yes. So humility pushes you back, pushes your energy back in your body, gives you connection back to yourself and gets you back in your power gets you back to a point of connection where you can use your power with a cool head rather than going into situations unconsciously needing power over people and then acting that way and then wondering why oh nobody wants to let me be in my power everyone keeps trying to overpower me It may be you. (laughs) I had to see a lot of situations where it was me. And you know what allowed me to get there? Compassion. (laughs) Uh, So to me, humility is a very white light, a milky white energy. And it helps you deal with your problems. You know, you can ask it to like, you know, pour itself over your head so that, and over your aura, imagine it um, pouring over or um, residing over the edges of your aura. And you'll definitely get knocked very gently, but knocked back into yourself. And you'll be like, oh, this is what this is. It's not submission. It's not allowing myself to be walked all over. It's staying connected. It's staying within my power and allowing my power to stay within me. It's two-sided. And it allows me to see both of them when I'm connected. You know? It helps you deal with your problems and shows that 
dealing with your problems is a big part of self-respect, taking responsibility for yourself in an effective way and not projecting that on others unconsciously and honoring truth and then figuring out what to do with it in the most self-respecting way. Because in humility, you have nothing to prove. Humility is the antidote of ego, but it also helps you keep your ego. It helps you keep your energy in and contained, but also balanced. It helps you keep your head cool. You know, it helps you find and then honor truth in a way that is most integritous to you as a person, as a self, as a being, because you have absolutely nothing to lose and nothing to prove. That's how it keeps you centered in your heart and compassionate, but still willing to tell the truth. Even when you are the one in the wrong, it helps you be forthcoming. Mm. And it helps you figure out how to do that. And not in a way that overloads the space and pours your bleeding heart out, you know, and kind of distracts from this situation and makes everyone focus on your emotions. It helps you be really truthful and not just truthful about what you feel. Ooh. Whew. And that's the thing. That's why when we delve deeper into power and then seeing power dynamics and how we've been on both ends of them, why having compassion is really important in that. Compassion provides the opening while humility provides the containment. And then further, a deeper opening. The focus on respecting and honoring truth, which honors self inherently. Because it doesn't pick and choose a truth that you want to tell. Even if a certain truth that you tell is just where you're at right now. That's very different. You're still forthcoming with truth, but you're also like, we're human and we don't know everything. And so when we get to deeper truths, we are able with compassion to see and review and see ourselves and gain a deeper meaning to it. What I mean by pick and choosing a truth is hiding, which listen, tuh, <laughs> it's very convenient. I will tell you that. I'm not saying any of this and going through this to, to develop shame. I'm being truthful with y'all because it's true and it's here. And I don't believe that we should be shrouded in fear and not free and scared of truth, even our own, you know? 
And so humility isn't from ego. It helps you contain and keep your ego and use it more effectively, but it isn't solely from ego and fear and the want to protect yourself and survive. And so you're able to take a step back and keep that step back in your individual self, resisting enmeshment and overpowering and jumping into someone else's space to try to control the whole situation. That's that's a tool that I had in my belt right front and center, honey. <laughs> you know? It helps you stay within your space and then truthfully hear and observe what is really going on and then gauge your response to it. Because in containment like that, you trust yourself. It's a natural option. It isn't even a question. And when you focus on that trust, when you act out out of that trust, when that is your focus naturally, when it's the foundation from which you act out of, rather than defending yourself and saving yourself. When you focus on the trust and you're in it, saying your truth and staying connected with all that you are as you do it will come very easy. And from that, As we can see, trust is another foundation of self-respect because we need it to say our truth. From that, your power will just slide in. It won't even be a question because you're not coming from a false place. You're not coming from a place of, oh, I need to match energy. This needs to be a power dynamic. This needs to be a battle a battle of wits, a battle of odds. And now you're hitting each other, jabbing each other with quote unquote truth, your own truth and not coming in the middle and jabbing each other because it's coming from a place where you're battling. And so underneath your words will be jabs of you're incapable. You're this, you're that. You're too stupid (laughs) to get what I'm saying. Mm. But also disrespectful things. Because it doesn't come from a place of first self-respect. Because it's not centered in you. It's not contained. And it's not truthful. And because you're not trusting yourself to say the truth. Because for a lot of us, we put out insults because we are hurt. And from that hurt place, we throw out things because we are scared of showing that hurt, being vulnerable, and letting it be that be our truth first. We're just hauling crap at our opponents because we are hiding 
from fear. You're not in harmony and you're not able to be vulnerable enough. You're not strong enough in this moment to be vulnerable with yourself or with the other person. And we're going to stop here. I'm very excited to get more and deeper into the episode and give y'all more of that because it really is very juicy. But also this recording just showed me how much I missed it, how much I missed being on what I call the stage and performing. But I hope y'all were able to get a lot out of it. And I hope y'all journal about it, even if it's journaling in your mind, whatever, but put pen to paper and really think about these things, meditate on them, and then have fun and connect with some angels because it really is worthwhile and connect with some flowers. If you want any other tips on how to connect, you know, with things of the subtle realm, you know, feel free, because that is what it is. Feel free to, um, you know, subscribe to my Patreon. Um, DM me on Instagram, say you're interested. I won't know if y'all are interested unless you say it. So I'll, you know, probably come up with a few posts on Instagram. I mean, on Patreon on how to, um, ways that you can connect to the subtle realms and subtle beings like plant spirits, you know, herbs, spirits of herbs, the energy of them and angelic energy and consciousness. So yeah, child, it's been a long three months, but for very good reason, continue to have compassion for yourselves. Know that you're not robots and know that when you don't take care of yourself, you truly cannot be there for others in each and every space you belong to keep that in mind. Okay. Thank y'all so, so much for listening. Love y'all. Have a compassionate time. I hope y'all are having a compassionate time and don't be so hard on yourself this winter, this cold season. I am Nicole Heels and I'm signing out. See you in the next episode. Bye.